0: We all know that video is not a nice to do, it's a must do in today's business. And, you know, we've had I've had several guests talk about that over the the previous episodes. But my guest today, Atiba D'Souza, really opened my eyes to a kind of deeper level around video and video marketing because of the information he shared around algorithms, AI, and, you know, how to get videos not just out there, but videos that are watched by your ideal target audience. I think you're really going to enjoy what Atiba shares. Uh, he came out with a great quote as well, which is a short form video is how people date you and long form video is when they want to marry you. So there is a reference. So there is a relevance in having both types of content, but he shares really, really clearly when, and when you should be using each different type of content. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Personally Brandtastic podcast, where we help you build your personal brand and business so that people can find you easily, want to work with you, and can't wait to refer you. My name is Paul Copkin, and every day I work with real estate investors, professionals, and business owners who want to stand out from the crowd and attract more of the right opportunities without feeling inauthentic or spending all day doing it. It's all about communicating how personally brandtastic you are because marketing is how to get their attention, but personal branding is why they choose to you. Now, back to the show. Okay, Atiba, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Just adjusting the hat, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think with you know, video, let's take the big topic video. I, I think probably everybody listening is now on board that you know video is a vital part of the way that we communicate our message, marketing, our business. I think that's a yeah. given nowadays I, a few yeah. years ago, maybe that wasn't the case, but now it's, I think it's there. So from a quality point of view, how important is quality? Cause I think a lot of people know that they need to be doing video, but then they stop themselves because, oh, well, you know, it needs to be like CNN or, so let's kick off with quality and then let's get into some detail around what else might make sense.
1: You know, Paul, that's a great question to start with. And I appreciate that you do, because it's, it is honestly. One of the biggest reasons that people don't do video, right? Because they have these perceptions of what it needs to look like. And so I want to, for everyone in the audience, I want you to imagine this moment. You're sitting with a client on Zoom or in person, and the client asks you a question. In that moment, do you get up and go check your makeup? If you're a lady, do you consider, do I need to put on a suit jacket? Um, if you're a guy you're like, or, you know, anywhere in between, do you consider all of those things in that moment? I guarantee the answer is no. Right. And here's the beauty about video. That's exactly how you need to be. The thing to understand is even though it feels like it's a one to many, and even though it feels like, oh my gosh, I'm so used to seeing such great stuff on TV, what you're ideal customers looking for is you on video. They want to connect with you on video. They really don't care that you have a cowlick. They don't <laughs> care that your hat is slightly crooked or that even there's a stain on your shirt or the camera that you use or the lighting. They want to know that they can connect with you.
0: Right. And you mentioned camera and lighting. Are there any kind of good quick tips that you should, because I think we all know that the quality of the camera in a phone now is so good. Exactly. That that will do. Is there anything else that people need to immediately think about, even if they are kind of being a bit more, able to be a bit more impulsive and film something quickly?
1: The only other thing to to consider, because yes, these things, the camera on these things are amazing on these phones that we have. The only other thing is the light source needs to be in front of you, not behind you. That, if there's any mistake, that I see people make more and I make it too. So don't feel bad, right? For some reason, we think putting the light behind us or the, above us is great. You want the light in front of you, right? Okay. Okay. Other than that, go forth and shoot, okay. record. And what should people be talking about? Oh, yeah. So that's the next thing that, that stops people, right? Like if they can get over the tech side and the quality side, it's like, okay, all right, I hear you, but nobody wants to listen to me, right? Okay. And let me start by saying this to you, I feel the same way. I've been doing videos since 2007. I struggle still the same way. So I don't want you to feel like you're weird or you're odd because you're not, you're not. Okay. And the answer to the question that Paul asked and the answer that you're looking for is actually really simple. Your customers come to you and they ask you questions. They call you on the phone and they ask you questions. That's where you need to start with your videos. See, as your customers are connecting with you, that's what they want. They don't want to just hear you pontificate about anything. They want to hear you talk about something that matters to them. And what matters to them is the answers to questions that they want to ask you. So that's where you start. Okay.
0: Yeah, I've heard that from somebody Is a good way to start is what are the 10 most common questions you get asked and you've answered more than 10 times? There's your first 10 10 videos and it makes total sense. And I mean, should you mix that up with other content like curation content or a lot of people do, and we've seen them, you know, the bigger names out there, you know, they have people follow them around, but I mean, right. should you bring that from a self, no. a self basis and say, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm, no. I'm at this property and I'm doing this or I'm thinking this.
1: No, you, you don't, unless you're at a place where, you know, for a fact that. Your videos are gonna monetize at a 10X multiple over what it costs you to create it. Don't have someone following you around. You don't need that right now, okay? That's not even what your audience wants. They wanna know that it's gonna be you again, okay? So shooting that video with your phone while you're on location is perfectly fine. Hey, look at this room here. And what we're gonna do with this is, you see over there, right? We're gonna change this to that. That's perfectly fine for right now okay Okay, so don't
0: i think what i'm hearing is don't overthink it correct
1: do not overthink it do not overthink it and getting back to the content question i would so when we do a content strategy for a client we provide them with a minimum of 100 questions that their customers have asked that they need to answer if you did one of those a week that's two years worth of content It's answering questions right so do you need to go out and do a whole bunch of other stuff no now, in the real estate space, sometimes those questions do come up where you're answering the question while you're on the property. Like, hey, how do I know if a furnace is too old? Right. Right. Well, great, right, example. great example. Great yeah. example. Here I am in 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 property X, and I'm looking at this furnace, and I don't know when it was installed, but you see all of this rust here. I know it's way too old. Okay,
0: that that okay. Makes, that's a great example. That's a perfect example of something that you and I think. As well, what I'm hearing is just because you think it's simple or you've come across this a hundred times doesn't mean that the person watching it has. Absolutely.
1: Right. And, you know, that we call that, and when I'm helping my clients, is the curse of knowledge. Ah, okay. Right. You've yeah. gotten to the place where you've completely forgotten what it's like to know nothing about this industry because you know so much and or, and this is the other side of it, so many of us are successful in what we do, because we have something that we call intuition. And we don't recognize our own intuition, okay? Much less try to distill it for someone else to start to understand. It's just, we just know. And so we overlook those things. And that, you know, is one of the big things that we help our clients with as well is, okay, you said this, but that makes no sense to the average person. Let's take that and break that down. And what does that actually right? And those are the questions that you have to consider when you're speaking. Again, you're speaking to one person when you're on video. And I'll tell you every single time you have to consider, what does this person actually know before I open my mouth? Right. Because we can get caught up in acronyms as well, can't
0: we? Again, because we're in an industry and this isn't just real estate. Every industry has acronyms. And you say them and you think people, you assume wrongly that people know what they mean yes everybody's stopped listening to what else you're saying in the video because they can
1: what was that what were those letters so exactly okay. exactly it's a great example yes
0: and so what about length of video because i mean we're now being kind of pushed towards watching anything less than a minute i mean it, it all seems, and i think tiktok is <laughs> kind of dominating yeah. the landscape at the moment and everybody's reacting or it seems to me everybody's react facebook and youtube are, are reacting to what. TikTok is succeeding in doing. So should we just be focusing on these one minute or less
1: videos? Yeah. So you're absolutely right that all the other networks are reacting to the fact that TikTok blew up and they really blew up. It started just before the pandemic and then during the pandemic, it just went ballistic. Okay. So people are reacting and trying to catch up and deal with that right now. And so from the outside, it looks like, okay. I'm seeing YouTube pour, I think it's $800 million into YouTube shorts. Whoa. Okay. Okay. And you're seeing IG and Facebook pouring money into reels. And so it looks like the networks are saying, Hey, this is the content that's super, super important. And that's the content that you ought to create and it is, but it's not the entire story, not the whole story. And so here's the story. And, and. This quote is not mine, so I can't take credit for it. Pace Morby, who's also in the real estate industry, said this a couple of days ago at a mastermind that we were in. He said that people date you through your short form content and then they marry you through your long form content. So in other words, and if you think about that, when you were dating, you didn't go on one date and then get married. You didn't date just one person and then get married. You may have gone on multiple dates with multiple people. And so it's the same thing here. People are going to consume a lot of your short form content in dates. And they say, you know what? I think I like that Paul guy. Right. And then after they think that, then they'll go look for your long form. He said, you know, I got so much value out of that one little nugget that he gave in 35 seconds. Let me go see what else he has. Mm -hmm. Right. And I love
0: that. I love that quote. That is such a, that makes it so clear for people. Yes. So, So should you be posting, you know, so you do a short video, a less than minute, and and should that go on all the platforms? Is that what you would recommend? Or are those platforms prioritizing this kind of content?
1: So all the platforms are prioritizing short form right now, okay? Because they realize that that viewers want a date. They're not ready to get married, right? So they know that. So they're trying to get the viewer to go on more dates, right? So they want to show a lot of your short form content. What I suggest to everyone is you create long form content and then splinter it into short form. Hmm. Okay. Why do I suggest that? I suggest that because it gives the natural bridge from the short form to the long form, right? We do this a lot on YouTube. So we'll put out a, a YouTube short. And in the description to the YouTube short will be the link to the long form content right because it's the natural process for them to go through versus if you just create a short that has nothing to do with any long form content then you don't have that bridge you're making them take a bigger jump now to answer your question specifically if you're just starting out you're going to create the long form create the short form put the short form on all the platforms okay when by all the platforms i'm talking tiktok youtube Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, if that's where you are, but you can also put long form on LinkedIn, but that's a different conversation. Then monitor, monitor, figure out where your ideal customer is and make sure that as you put that content there, your content's performing well for your ideal customer on platform. Okay. That's what you're looking for. It may not do well. So let's say you realize TikTok is your ideal platform for whatever reason. You put the content there and it does decently well on TikTok. but then you take the same content, you put on IG stories or or sorry, IG reels, and it doesn't do that well. Don't worry about it right now. Okay. In the beginning, just keep posting. Once you get to the place where your main channel is strong, then you can start looking and saying, okay, clearly. IG does not like this content. Maybe I need to create IG only content but that's much further in the future
0: okay okay and how often should you be posting and should it be on a consistent basis so you should say okay if i'm only going to post once a week it's going to be every wednesday at three o'clock
1: or is there room to be a bit more flexible so every network loves consistency there isn't one that doesn't okay and the google property so that's google youtube Love it even more than all of the others. Okay. So if you're posting long form video, yes, choose a day, choose a time post on that schedule, your short form content, you could be a little bit more flexible with that, but if you're going to commit to daily, if you're going to commit to three times a week, commit to three times a week, but be consistent, be consistent. Okay. Paul, hold on a second. I got allergies. got to blow my nose. Hold on. Sorry. Yep.
0: That's okay.
1: It's a conversation, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah, just in the middle of that answer I felt the overwhelming need to sneeze. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, sorry. That's okay. So
0: I think we were you were saying about consistency. So whether it's one week, once a week or three times a week or every day, it's about consistency.
1: Yes. Yeah. And be consistent. That's the key.
0: Right. And how what's the difference between organic video or organic marketing and video marketing?
1: What are the key differences? So it's a good question. And so when you look at video marketing, okay, video marketing is the overarching act of marketing videos in any kind of way. Now, underneath that, you have organic and paid, okay, okay, as your two subsets. Obviously, paid is just that. Hey, I'm going to pay to push this video out. give you an example. All right, something that we do on TikTok. So we post videos on TikTok daily. They go out and we see how they perform. Now we're putting them out organically. We're not putting any money behind it. We're just posting and letting the algorithm do its thing and see what it performs. Now, TikTok is one of the most interesting platforms as far as I'm concerned. Okay, because sometimes you will get a video or you'll average, hey, 50 views. So when we first started our TikTok channel, we were averaging about 50 views on our videos. And then about once every two weeks, we'll get a video that had 3,000 views, okay? So again, that's all organic. Now, the pay can come in here where we see, okay, this video that got 3,000 views, clearly people liked it, clearly it had some impact. But now we're going to put some money behind this video and say, hey, TikTok, go show it to more people for us. We'll pay TikTok to go promote it for us. Okay. Yep. But in that way, we use the organic to prove which one was the winner. Okay. okay so that's what, that's we can go pay total for. total
0: sense. Right. And you can do that on any of the platforms.
1: You can do it on all of the platforms. Right. Right. Okay? Now, likewise, you can just say, well, no, I created this sales video and I need to push it out and I'm going to pay. Then that's perfectly fine too. Hmm. Okay.
0: And how do you get, I mean, you mentioned, you know, having a short video with a description that points people to longer video. So is it important to have that, you know, getting people to take some kind of action and should that also be in the video
1: content as well as the description or? That's a good question. And the short answer is actually there is no short answer. So let me not. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're in network, right. And so we're specifically there talking in network, YouTube short to YouTube long form, Yep. okay. You're perfectly happy, perfectly fine. YouTube does not mind that at all because you're keeping people on their platform. Now, the reality is if you did a long form video and then decided to cut it up into shorts, then you don't have that call to action built in of, hey, go watch this video on all of those shorts necessarily, unless you go edit it and do additional videos, which you can do. Which you're more than happy to do. And that's perfectly fine. Now, where it gets tricky is when you have short form, say on Instagram, and you want to point back to YouTube. Number one, Instagram doesn't allow you links inside of the caption. And so you have to point them to your bio anyway. Like it's a little funkier there. And then they don't totally love it because you're take, taking someone who's on Instagram and saying, Hey, leave Instagram. They don't really like that, right?
0: So even if you put that in text in Instagram, where you say, Hey, if you want to watch more of this, go to my YouTube channel, link is in the bio. So let's talk about video
1: AI for a moment. Okay. okay? And the AI that the networks use, right? I can tell you categorically, YouTube reads every single word on your video. Not only do they read every single word on your video. YouTube catalogs and categorizes your video. So if you got a cat walking by in your video, YouTube knows that. And it recognizes it's a cat that walked by in your video. YouTube knows that you're wearing a black shirt or a striped shirt right now. And it categorizes that. And it's going to look and say, hey, every time Paul wears a striped shirt, people like those videos more. And they'll only show your striped videos more than others. You're kidding. (laughs) I'm not. Okay. Wow. Okay. And so understand that you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to put it there and they're not going to know. Think about this for a couple of minutes. There was a few years ago when TikTok was just starting up that people were putting stuff on TikTok and then TikTok burned in their logo on it. And then people would take those videos and then go post them on Instagram and they wouldn't get any reach. And the whole thing was, you got to take the TikTok logo off. Well, uh, just think about what I just said that happened a couple of years ago. So, you're saying that a couple of years ago, Instagram knew that you had a TikTok logo on, in your, burned it in your video. Right. But yes. If you tell them, go check out my other videos on this channel, they know. you know what you're doing. I'm going to, I'm
0: going to test that because it, yeah, I, I, almost exclusively every time I post a video in the text is call to action that is either pointing to my website or, but it's regardless, they're not going to like that. I get why they do it. You're. Because they're all about keeping you on the platform because then the advertisers, they can go to advertisers and say, people stay on our platform for X amount of time, pay us for the. right.
1: I'm forgetting the URL right now. One of those, you know, senior moments that I'm having. Uh (laughs) But you can actually go. So if you Google YouTube video AI, should take you directly to the link on YouTube where they have their project, where well, you can drop a video in it and it will tell you everything it knows about this video. Okay, mm. now that's on the free side. They have a paid side where they'll monitor your whole channel and give you data about every one of your videos that you can see. Every time you have the cat walk by, people like it more. Or when you have the cat walk by, people drop off of your video. Mm. So taking that a little bit further,
0: There's people out there that offer services to say, we will get you X number of views of your video, or we will get you X number of subscribers to your channel or followers or whatever. Uh, from what I'm hearing, YouTube
1: or whoever will know. Run, run very fast. Okay. There, There are a couple of reasons to run very fast. Okay. So number one, there's a section of those people who are just using And that's going to get your account banned, okay, on all the networks, okay, if you're trying to grow with bots. So that's number one. Number two, and this is the key one, okay, this is the very key one. Here's what YouTube is doing. And let's be honest here. Google owns YouTube, and Google has data on every single human being on this planet, all of us. Think I'm lying and say, oh, I don't ever use Google. Guess what? If you've ever gotten an email from a Gmail account, they know you. Okay? They've got data on everybody. So that being said, the thing to realize is if that farm that is saying that they're going to get you more views, if they come into me and say, hey, Atiba, I give you 10 cents. If you go like Paul's video and watch all of Paul's video, well, guess what? If Paul is talking to realtors uh, and real estate investors, right? Mm-hmm. I am not either of those. And so if I go watch it, not a network says, okay, Atiba's watching this video. Huh, I wonder why. And then they'll go find more Atibas to watch Paul's video. Well, the other Atibas weren't incentivized to watch it. And I'm like, I don't care anything about this content and they're not going to watch it. And then you get penalized
0: by the algorithm because of that. Right. Google then says, or YouTube says, not interesting, poor content. We're not going to show your next one to as
1: many people. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And so you're shooting yourself in the foot. Right. So, so that leads to the question,
0: how do you build a subscriber yeah. list or channel? I mean, how do you build a channel or a following?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And there's several ways. So number one is being specific about your audience and your content. Okay. Now I have to be careful in how I say this here, because sometimes when I say be specific about your audience, people say, okay, I'm going to be specific about my audience. I'm going to talk to real estate investors. Okay. Well, that's not specific, right? That's still a really broad category. Then you'll have the next person who's going to say, I'm going to talk to real estate investors are female that live in that are 50 miles outside of big cities that have twins that are under the age of 10 and a husband in the 50s, in his 50s. Okay, now you're being way too specific. Right, okay. <laughs> that is very specific. <laughs> right? And so understand that specificity comes somewhere in the middle there. Okay? Somewhere in the middle there. So maybe it is moms, who are real estate investors that live in the suburbs in the Midwest, okay? Big enough population to deal with, right? Um, so, so, then, so then
0: you're suggesting tailoring your content to that audience.
1: Yes, right. yes, yes. And so now you start to, as you, you think about your content and the content that you're putting out there as you're answering the questions, well, maybe those moms watch a certain TV show. Right. Or a certain show on Netflix or like a certain brand of coffee or maybe, you know, whatever it is, you make references to those things that they like in your video. Now, that takes a lot of research. I get it. Mm. I get it. But you have to know your audience. You have to know your audience. Now, if you're just starting out, I don't want you to do that though. I want you to just go create content, get your voice, and then we'll start to fine tune that because there's no point. Trying to figure all of that out right now, when you don't even know, you know, you're still nervous getting on camera, let's say. Right. Okay. So that's one side. So understanding the content and understanding your audience will help you to narrow down. And listen, it takes time. It takes time. So you're not going to go out and put out a video tomorrow. And then next week you're golden. We're talking about, it's probably going to take you a good six months of trial and error in there to find the sweet spot, And that's okay. It's going to take time. Okay. The next thing that I would suggest is, Hey, do you have an email list? Do you have past customers, current customers, people who have thought about using you, then send your videos out to them. After you publish a video, send an email to them saying, Hey, just published the video on this topic. Thought you might like it. Let drive traffic that way. Hmm. Okay. drive. And particularly,
0: and particularly if you've been good at kind of segmenting your email list
1: or. Yes. Identifying. Yeah. Yes. And, or if you only have 10 people on your email list, like if you've got 10 people, cool, send it to the 10. And here's why you send it to the 10, because if you send it to 10 and you know, those 10 people are my clients, guess what? The algorithm is then going to go out and find you more people like those 10 hmm. okay that makes total sense okay
0: and so it's you know I, I think a lot of people you know want that viral video or they want that magic pill that everything's going to happen in seven days or whatever it is but what you're saying is it's all about its consistency it's spending the time knowing your audience putting out regular content and it will happen but it's going to take
1: time yeah like, i have a, i have a friend And he did something cool. I'm not going to say what he did. Okay. He did something cool and he put it on TikTok and he went viral for it. And he went from having a couple thousand subscribers to over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok because of this cool thing that he bought that people just were just enamored with. Right. And now he's in a place where his TikTok audience, he keeps having to do content around this cool thing, guess what? None of those people are buying his core product or service. None of them are his customer. So he's spending time nurturing an audience that cannot buy from him. Right. Right. Virality is fool's gold. Hmm. It's fool's gold. Okay. Because what you really want is you want eyeballs that care about what you're talking about. Because if one person watches it and that one person becomes your customer, guess what? It was worth it. Right. Good point.
0: What else should people kind of take on board when it comes to video marketing? And, and you know, maybe there's some people listening, probably already have a, an established YouTube channel. What are the kind of things they need to be thinking about? Is it the, the kind of thing that you've already kind of spoken about? Like the deeper research, the spending the time
1: really yeah. getting to scale, to, to grow to a bigger,
0: a bigger audience.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Great question. So even before you get into some of that deeper research type of stuff and is if you are publishing and producing videos right now and real talk, okay. Let's have real talk. And that's one of the things I, I love. I, you'll get to know with me, I'm gonna talk to you straight. Okay. My, one of my YouTube channels, I have several, one of my YouTube channels had videos that were doing really well and they were, you know, getting decent views, quality views, people who are interested in talking to us about our products and services. And then over the last really four five, almost six months or so, the views have dropped by 90%, hmm. right? Okay. Well, I'm still producing the same type of content. So what's going on here? Right. And so you got to look at those types of things. And so before you even get into the deeper analytics, sometimes you got to look at the really simple and. In the looking at the simple, we did an exploded of my own accounts, which is what we do for a lot of clients and realized, you know, these thumbnails suck. Okay. Right. And we realized that we were still showing up in search, but people weren't clicking on us. And it's because they're clicking on some other thumbnail that looks better than ours. And so you can start right there. Something, if you're not getting the results you want, look at your thumbnails. Maybe they suck.
0: Any tips on thumbnails? Because I think. You raise a really good point because I, I know I stop scrolling if I see a thumbnail that I think, oh, that, that's interesting. wonder well, what that means or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there, there are two sides to a thumbnail. One is the words that are that's on the thumbnail. And then two is the creatives. Okay. Now, a lot of people say, oh, creatives. So I've got to go and create all of this. Yeah, not necessarily. It depends on your niche. What I would tell you is go look at your competition here. Go look at other people in your space that are doing well. And when I say, well, when I say, well, what I mean by that is you go to their channel and you view which of their videos are getting a decent amount of views. Okay. Find five of those people. You find five of those people and you find five of their videos each that are doing decently well, then go look at those thumbnails and ask yourself this question, what do they have in common? Good advice. That makes a ton of sense as well. Okay. That's where you want to stay.
0: Right. And that, and again, I'm assuming, but that changes over time as well, doesn't it? Yes. If you look at thumbnails from five years ago versus what people are doing now. And what about captions? I just suddenly thought, you know, we we tend to see a lot of videos now with the words coming along and most of the channels now, you can kind of switch
1: that on or off, I think Mm -hmm. I may be wrong, Mm -hmm. but is that important? It isn't important. It's imperative. Okay. Okay. Um, Why do you say that? It's so far past important. Okay. So, especially, so, so, so first off on TikTok, TikTok will auto caption for you. So you want to turn that on. Okay. You know, that's the only option you have on TikTok. Uh, on YouTube, it will caption for you and people usually do burn in captions on, not on YouTube, I'm sorry, on Instagram and you do burn in captions, YouTube, and that's the way I want to stay in focus. This is where it's truly important. It's important on TikTok, but it's truly important on YouTube. On YouTube, you have the option to auto-caption. Never ever select that. Okay. Okay. Why is that? Always caption your own videos. And so I know we're going to talk about this a little later. So I'm being preemptive. There is a tool that I absolutely love that you must have. It's called Descript. Descript is a genius tool because you drop your video in, it transcribes your video for you, spits out the transcript. Here's the deal. YouTube is unapologetic. It's transcription is about 60% right. And guess what? You don't get to choose the 40% that's wrong. And so if that 40% where it's wrong is where you said the most important stuff. Then that gets transcribed incorrectly. And you say, okay, but what's the big deal? Cause they're still hearing me talk. Here's where it matters. Both YouTube and Google use the transcription to figure out how to rank your video. Back to the
0: ranking and the AI. Okay.
1: Yes. And so if your transcription is wrong, you're sending signals that are all wrong to the algorithm. Wow. So what
0: I'm hearing as well is then keywords within your video. And I don't want to, again, I don't want to put people off and have them overthinking. Yeah. So I'll solve that one really quickly.
1: Keywords in your video means you're answering someone's question. That's your keyword. Okay. repeat the question, rephrase the question. That's as far as you need to get. Okay. All right. Keep it simple. Okay. That's it.
0: All right. A few questions I'd like to ask guests before we kind of wrap up and let people know where they can find out more about you. Who is a favorite personal brand of yours an individual and why?
1: Kasim Aslam. That's K-A-S-I-M-A-S-L-A-M. Kasim So number one, and most people won't even know who he is, which is perfectly fine, but he ran the number one rated runs, the number one rated Google ads agency in the United States. Okay. And he is someone who is generously, will generously give information to you and teach and share so that you can be better, whether you work with him or not. Okay. And just the fact that he's completely willing to give of himself. All in. I'm I, all in. I,
0: I've seen. I, I had a guest on a while back, Steve Sims, who you may be oh yeah familiar with. He, I to Steve this morning. Oh, did so he's on stage quite often with Kasam. Yeah, so, I, I never knew his back. I never knew his background. I didn't realize he was a Google Ads guy. So,
1: so here's what's so on that real quick. Here's what's fun about that. So kassam used to be my coach, my personal coach, and Steve is Kasam's coach. Okay, right, and so I know Steve through Kasam. Okay. And I'm in the process of hiring Steve. So okay. there you go.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. What about a favorite business book or podcast? Profit First, by Mike, far. Mike McAllowitz. Yeah.
1: Profit First. You know, and I read a lot. I read lots, of, lots and lots of books. And a lot of them are game-changing, life-changing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't think there's any book that I've ever read that you could... Other than Alex Harmozy's $100 million offers, that's gotta be a close second.
0: Oh, you're the third person this week that has mentioned, I literally bought it this morning. So,
1: oh yeah, no, it's so, okay. On that, both of those books really. Okay. So profit first and hundred million dollar offers are two books that when you get them, you need to read them three times in a row. Okay. Cause you're not going to get it all. You're just not, and it's nothing against you, but. Those two gentlemen will force you to think about life in a way that you've never thought about it before and look at business and money and your offers in a way that you've never thought about them before. And that's going to challenge you. And so that the, you've got to stretch the rubber band and then stretch right. it again and stretch it again before it really starts to sink. Right. right yeah, I, I, I
0: would agree. I'd profit first. I'm going to say probably five, six years ago, I read that. That is the biggest change in my business, yeah. by far. By I've far. been, in, you know, running my own business for twenty years, and yeah. you know, if I'd done that back when I started, I'd be in a completely different place. And the only book, there's a book I've just read that I'd recommend if you want to put it on your list. Oh, I'm reading. Enjoy a good book is buy back your time. Yes, by Dan Martell. I have who, it. <laughs> oh, it's so, I've already read it twice, you, and you're right. When you find that book, read it two or three times because it's, yes. that, it's that good and that important.
1: Yes, no, Dan's book is fantastic, yes. Yeah,
0: wonderful. Uh, what about, you mentioned a resource, so what about a favorite resource
1: that you're enjoying using? Yeah, so Descript. Descript is it by far. You know, the thing about video is one of the things that people get scared of is not just the technology of recording, but how do I edit this darn thing? right? Um, and especially long form, because sure, there's some apps that you can get on your phone, like CapCut, which will help you with short form, but they don't help you with long form. And then you got to go learn Adobe Premiere and, all, and just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Descript simplifies all of that and almost does, it's AI dr- driven, almost does most of the work for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, another game changer. I can imagine in your business as well, that particularly. He, and do you have a, a quote that inspires you or motivates you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. What's interesting about that quote is it's John Maxwell quote that I learned back in 2000. But yeah, it had been 2000 from the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Another book, by the way. Oh, and I've lived by that quote for a very long time, clearly. All right, 23 years. Good grief, getting old. <laughs> And it's changed though, because now in this age of video, in this age of social media and so on and so forth, the way that you show someone you care is by sharing your knowledge with them, okay? Because they don't have actual physical contact with you where you can just walk them and give them a hug a lot of times these days, right? Uh, Especially post-pandemic, sharing your knowledge is one way to convey to people how much you actually get because they can feel that. They can feel that you're not just pontificating on a camera, but you're actually sharing something that you know is valuable because you care enough to help them. I love that. Wonderful.
0: At TV, I've really enjoyed our conversation. You really got me thinking about a couple of things. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking a look at my own videos. How can people find out more about you? Where should they go?
1: Yeah, so a couple things there. Number one, you know. I know all of us struggle with email and I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Okay. And I know you're going to say, what the video guy is talking about email. Yes. Here's why I'm talking about email. I'm talking about email because in your video strategy, you want to grow. You want to get your videos in front of the right eyeballs. You need to email your list. You need to be in communication with your list. And most of us struggle with that. I'm telling you that. Cause I know I struggle with it too. And so one of the things that we've done is we've actually. We're about to release a tool to help you with that. Okay. And so you can go to, to sign up right now, actually, to emailgenerator.tech. That's emailgenerator.tech. You can sign up to be on the waiting list for when that tool comes out. It's a great tool that helps you think through what the best subject lines is. going to suggest the best subject lines for you and your industry and what you're writing about. And then it's going to write the email for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It can really very nice. and okay. That will
0: really help people listening because I know email is a challenge for a lot of real estate investors. And was that dot .tech, T-E-C-H? Yes, dot tech, okay. .tech, Okay. yes. All right,
1: perfect. And you mentioned the second thing. And so the second thing is, listen, Paul and I just talked a whole lot about video. We went all around the barn and came back. We may have lost you somewhere and that's okay. You've got some questions. I want to answer them. So, what I'd like you to do is go to meetatiba.com. That's meet A-T-I, B as in boy, a, dot com. That's going to take you directly to my LinkedIn. When you get there, connect with me, send me a message. Let's talk one on one, human to human. Let me answer your questions. Wonderful. That's a very nice offer. Thank you. All
0: right. You're we'll welcome. make sure all of that is in the show notes. And, Atiba, uh, thank you for today and have yourself a brandtastic day.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And thank you all for being here and listening to Paul and I, too. Talk to you soon.
0: Well, was that brandtastic? Did it give you some ideas and actions that you can take right now to build your business? So get to it. Thank you for listening and have a brandtastic day.